0: Well hello listeners, and today uh, my book review is on the um, book Outlander by Diana Garbilden. And uh, we'll get straight into it. What this book is about. We start in Inverness, 1946. It all started when Claire heard noises through some stones that looked like Minnie's Stonehenge, you know, haphazardly in a circle. Stones, like standing upright rocks. Claire couldn't make it out. She heard screaming, very lifelike. But how could this be? Claire had seen and heard enough but as she went looking for her bicycle, she was sprung upon and dragged into the woods, basically thrown into 1743. Who the bloody hell are you? Claire demanded. I am Madame Jonathan Randall. This was the start of something as they were ransacked again and Claire was taken hostage with a gang of Scots going somewhere, they not knowing who she is, but with her doctor's skills and attending to one of their men who had broken a shoulder that kept her on as being useful to keep their men alive. Arriving at Callum Mackenzie's castle, Castle Lock, Claire was under scrutiny with Callum, although not actually kept a prisoner. Callum saw to it that she is to be watched. Her now her life now living in the seventeen in seven in seventeen forty three. Claire now has to adapt to primitive circumstances like making medicine from all sorts of different herbs, flowers instead of penicillin, all the while trying to think of ways to quietly escape. How does she escape? Or does she? What traps lie ahead for this lady who has landed in the past? Love was looming for Claire, but this was no normal love. This was explosive, passionate, gripped with fear, near death and testing times ahead. My thoughts on this book. Firstly, I would sincerely like to thank Alan Reid for gifting me this book. Holy pancakes with make syrup. I just don't believe what I just read. Wow, what ride, what an adventure, at times gruelling, at times sickening, at times the feelings of jubilation, and at times sit on the edge of the couch trying to read faster to see what's coming up. Which by the way, I'm not a fan of, it doesn't do my blood pressure any good, and for me, This is why I read for the calm and peacefulness of it all, which I certainly didn't get in this book. So as you can tell, this book is certainly not for the faint-hearted. There is a lot of battles, blood, bloodshed battles, children that get a nail through their ear for doing something wrong soldiers with huge gaping gashes whippings and beheadings near rapings with witch trials bones cracking screams of pain bones being knitted together with anesthetic splitted bones out of the skin cracked metacarpal bones couldn't be mended let alone tetanus injections sodomy of the cruelest nature thrushed deep into the bowels of Jamie Fraser. Yep, definitely not a bedtime read. I'm afraid I skipped a page or two every now and again with this book as I found it quite gruesome and bloody and very graphic and I felt quite ill, to the point of almost vomiting again i urge you not to read this book just before bedtime as you will have some terrible nightmares however i love the wittiness in this book go blimey which i haven't heard for years brought back memories of my younger days claire had been portrayed in this book quite uh, as a quite a witty character but a very strong female as well adapting very quickly to her predicament and acting quick quickly although I at the time thought when explaining to Callum McKenzie where she came from I was quick to question well what about your dress wear Claire even before Callum mentioned it Jamie was just as bad, and really I could bang those two heads together, both stubborn as mules, and at times I just had to stop and have a break just before another argument erupted, as these two were unreal with the insults and beatings, whippings and stretch marks. I say, let me come up for air, please, and let me breathe a little. I applaud the author's skillfulness of world-building because how do we know what the world was like in the 1700s? Thank goodness I wasn't born then. I'm not thrilled by the way the men treated their women like they owned them. Well, they did in those days. As for the author's writing, plausible and raw and no doubt writing it as real as possible, I found it a bit too much for me. Thankfully, in its own blessing, these are huge books to read as I will only be reading one a year. There's another thing too, although this is a a long thought out book, I can confidently say that it could have easily have been split into two books. Now. As for the movie, I'm not in the slightest bit interested. I got what I wanted from this book and I never ever want to go back and relive what I just read. I feel like I've been to holy hell and back. Although I am reading the whole series, this will give me enough time to settle down and rekindle my soul before plunging back into the dark hole. I gave the uh, book five stars, and you must think, well, why, why, (laughs) considering um, all that I said, but that just shows you what a good author that um, the author is, because she did her job well. Recommendation. This would be hugely helpful for research purposes for authors, But due to the huge book and the nature of the story, consider skim reading to find bits and pieces you are looking for. Of course, I recommend it also to all historical fiction fans. This is a good one, especially if you're interested in Scotland. Also, for anyone interested in battles, as there is a lot of the, these due to the era. For anyone who likes strong female characters, who loves horses, who likes dangerous journeys of the unknown, who likes pain and torture in books, and lastly but not least, who loves a romance tale full of bumps, scrapings, cheeky grins, torture, and a bit of endearing love. So that's uh, the uh, rundown on Outlander. I want to now thank you so much for listening uh, to uh, episode five. And um, we'll catch you sometime some other time. Okay, thank you. Bye bye.